hello, and welcome. <laughs> this is the What If I Told You podcast. <laughs> A show that is pleased to bring you one of the biggest pieces of true crime news since Indiana dove into the Wabash River. I hope everyone actually gets that reference. I fucking don't. A.K.A. Delphi. Oh, that, yeah, that makes there sense. Go. God damn. You know. Yeah, I mean, this pretty much is the best day ever because of what we're about to tell you and the fact that we just ate Mexican food, so. Yep. We went on a little bit of a journey before the Mexican food because obviously we wanted Taco Bell. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's eat inside. We walk up to the door. It's locked. Mm-hmm. So we're like, oh, COVID, you know. Sure. We drive around. They're fucking closed. Yeah. It's 6 p.m. on a Monday. So, uh, obviously, we just went to the Mexican joint. Yeah. Wasn't I ate too many chips. Dude. I went ham in there. So many chips. I, this is why I just got the street tacos, because it's like, you know, not it's not like getting a fucking burrito. Yeah. I usually always get chicken soft tacos. So, it was fucking delectable. Those, um, those Mexican places are always good. They never, I mean, they never disappoint, really. That's true. Please check out our TikTok and our Instagram and check out our merch. It will be posted at the top of this episode, the little link. You can click on it and buy some shit. Today, clearly, this is just a bonus episode since you're going to be getting this on Wednesday, and that's not like us. Yep. And uh, I'm going to let Maddie tell y'all. Um, so in case you haven't heard the news, um, the conviction of Adnan Syed has been overturned as of like two, um, I'm trying to think it was like two thirty here, central standard time. Yeah. So like five hours ago. So yeah. Um, it was crazy. We were watching the live updates as they were coming in. It was not televised. That's so dumb. I was really hoping it was going to be televised, but it wasn't. But the Independent, which is like an online magazine, they were doing updates. They had like a little timeline going and it would pop up at the top when a new update would come in. Right. So they clearly had a reporter in the courtroom. Yeah. If you guys don't know who we're talking about. This episode's probably going to be super lame to you, so. (laughs) How can you not, though? Well, who, I mean, well, Dakota had no idea. Because last week, it was last Wednesday, whenever um, the information came out that the prosecutor was requesting to have the conviction overturned. Today, the judge made the official ruling And so last week, whenever we got the word that the prosecution was actually making the request, I told Dakota, and he was like, yeah, I don't know who that is. Dakota. So he never listened to Serial. I thought we were homies. (laughs) So I had to give him, like, the Reader's Digest version. Which I'm sure was a little long. 
Yeah, it was. It's there's so much shit. There's, there's so, so many much. things. Speaking of Reader's Digest version, in case you're listening and you don't know who Adnan Syed is or what happened, we'll just tell you a little bit about him. Yeah. And if you want to learn more about the case, Serial does a great fucking podcast on him, season one of Serial. That came out fucking a thousand years ago. Yeah. 2014, bro. Um, There are three major podcasts that I would suggest listening to if you want to know the details details i would say start with serial mm-hmm. and then move on to you should probably listen to undisclosed and truth and justice at the same time the first season of undisclosed and the first season of truth and justice are were released kind of at the same time and so sometimes after undisclosed would release an episode then Truth and Justice would comment on that episode. Right. And they would be, like, guests on each other's podcasts. But um, Serial's kind of like your introduction, and then Undisclosed and Truth and Justice, they, they're in it, in it. Like, yeah, hella serial, details. Serial is really easy to follow and listen to. It's a narrative. Yeah. Undisclosed is ran by three lawyers. Right. One of which, her name is Robbie Achadri. We actually shared her post on our Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, she is actually a close personal friend of the Syed family. Yeah. So she has, like, the in-in. And um, so she does, she's the host of Undisclosed along with two other attorneys. So they give you, like... The full-on legal investigative shit on the case. Yeah. Which I like a lot. Because they, I mean, the minutia. Right, the little shit. The Yeah, the little shit. That you, that Sarah Koenig doesn't have really All right. time for in her, in Serial. Yeah. That's not really what Serial is. She's like doing a narrative. Just telling, like your typical... Telling a story. Yeah. So, starting off, Adnan was convicted of a murder in 1999, wasn't it? 2000. Oh, 2000. The murder was 1999. Right. Yeah. Adnan was convicted of the murder of Heyman Lee in 1999. Well, that's when she was murdered. He was convicted in 2000. Mm Mm-hmm. On January 13th, 1999, Heyman Lee disappeared after leaving Woodlawn High School in Baltimore, Maryland. Her family realized that something was wrong when she failed to pick up her cousin after school. She was a senior at Woodlawn High, and her remains were found a month later uh, near nearby Lincoln Park, in Lincoln Park, and the autopsy states the manner of death as strangulation. Adnan at the time of her murder was her ex-boyfriend and obviously a former class classmate. And somehow he was convicted of her murder and has been in prison ever since. Yeah. Yeah. He was arrested, I believe in February of 99. Very fast. So it was incredibly fast. It yeah. might've been, it might've been March, but it was, 
within just, I mean, so quick. Yeah. There's like, I mean, it was clearly a situation of racial and cultural bias and, you know, the investigators in that case were just, they just said, you know what, Ednan did it and we're going to, yeah, we're just going to figure out how to make the case against him instead of actually like trying to find out who actually killed Hay. They were just like, who was Ednan? It's fucked up. It's super fucked up. Because there's also like no forensic evidence in this case. Yeah, it's, it's certainly none that points to Adnan. Nah. So, that's why nope. we're here today. That's, that's why we're here today. That's why Adnan's conviction was vacated today. Yeah, 23, 22 years later? 20, well... 23. He would have been, he's been in jail for 23 and a half years. Yeah, since he was 19? He was a senior, so he was like 18 or 19. Yeah. It's a crazy, it's a crazy update. It's something, you know, having listened to so many hours of discussion on this case and all the, all the things that they've gone through just to, cause he was also released today. Yeah. So not only was his conviction overturned, he was physically released from That's prison. so fucking cool. Yeah. And sad. He's 41 now. It's so sad. It's... They they stole his life. Yeah. His whole life. His whole... Yeah. I mean, it's not really too too late to, like, have kids and stuff. Since he's a man, no. Yeah. But... I mean, shit, dude. Yeah. I mean, you know, by 41, you should be, you know, in your career and, you know, maybe not... You don't have to be married and you don't have to have kids, but, you know, he didn't even have the option. No. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, it's crazy. And I just saw, it must have been, like, just right before you got to my house that Robbie Chaudhry had posted um, a video of him actually arriving at his parents' house Aww. and then, like, eating leftovers out of the fridge at home, like... I didn't even, nothing about, like, just raiding your own fridge. Yeah, you don't think about shit like that. Yeah. It's, it was, like, the simplest revelation ever. Like, fuck. He hasn't had leftovers since 1999. Yeah. Since the 20th century. That's... That's so sad. That's so wild. So wild. Okay, so we're going to talk about the timeline leading up to the overturning of the conviction. Not the full shit, because that we just do not have time for that. No. Not tonight. We have to call in tomorrow. We would, yeah. Especially, and it. you know, we dedicated three whole episodes to Maura Murray. Bruh. I just don't even think three we would three episodes would not get us to the end. No. Because there are so many different things you have to talk about that are in depth and scientific and all the things. So yeah, it there's a reason why 
podcasts have full ass seasons dedicated to this case. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. I think the first season of Truth and Justice, let me see how many episodes he has on that season. 32. God damn. 32 fucking episodes just on the Adnan case. No. That is insane. So it's an undertaking, first of all. I don't, serial is nowhere near that long. No. It's, I think it's like 10. Yeah, I think you're right. It's been so long since I listened to serial, to be honest. But 10 episodes seems in the ballpark. Yeah. But anyway, so a lot has happened in the case since the original trial and conviction in 2000. So we're going to focus on some very specific things that have happened recently and that have been the catalyst for the vacate vacation. Is that what you say? Vacation of the conviction? Because it's, so. it's been vacated, but vacation seems weird. It does. Uh, I mean, technically, it sounds correct. kind of on a vacation now from prison. That's true. Hopefully it's permanent, right? Well. <laughs> um, so, anyway, in March of this year, 2022, the Baltimore City prosecutors actually agreed to do new DNA testing in the case, which is something that Adnan and his legal team have been requesting for a long time because there is a lot of shit that has not been DNA tested in this case. Yeah. And that includes Hayes, Heyman Lee's clothing, shoes, and other evidence that were recovered from the scene that have not been DNA tested. That's so fucked. What the fuck were you... What? Isn't that what you... Fu- first... That's what you do first. In 1999, DNA testing had been used in the courtroom for in excess of a decade. So this is not like... We're not noobs here. Mm-hmm. You collect the shit. You put it in a bag. You label it. And then you take it to the lab and have it fucking tested. Right. It's really... I feel like it can't be that hard. Yeah. I mean... Ritz and McGillivary fucking did not do their jobs. Nope. Well, that's obvious. Anyway, so they've, Adnan and his team have been asking for this new DNA testing for years. And finally, in March of this year, Adnan's team and the prosecutors filed a joint motion for post conviction DNA testing, stating that since the crime occurred more than two decades ago, quote, DNA testing has changed and improved drastically, end quote. And another quote. Miss Lee's clothing, shoes, and certain other evidence recovered from the scene has not been subject to DNA testing. This is part of the motion. It was stated in the motion that these things were not tested. And Syed seeks to use the most advanced DNA testing methodologies that are currently available to analyze the biological evidence collected from the scene in an effort to exculpate him, end quote. Obviously, mm-hmm. he's been asking for this for years, right. and he's just been hanging out in prison while the prosecutor's office just denies 
Denies, denies. That's so shitty. It is shitty. I mean, are you that self-centered that the thought of losing a conviction off of your record... Because prosecutors do have, like, numbers to maintain. Well, but you're supposed to be an arbiter of justice. This is true. You take the oath the first day you step into law school. They make you stand there with your, that's the wrong hand, your right hand raised. (laughs) (laughs) And you recite an oath to, like, it's like the medical oath, but for law. Yeah. To, like, uphold justice. Right. That's why everyone's there. That, yeah. It's supposed to be while you're, why you're there. Seeking to use the law to bring forth justice. But apparently not the Baltimore City Prosecutor's Office. So, anyway, we don't have the results of that testing as the public. I don't know if their office has it or not. I'm inclined to believe that maybe they do have some results which is why they are now like okay i think we can maybe just go ahead and let this man out of prison let him out (laughs) and we'll do a little further investigation in april of uh 2022 the state of maryland actually passed a law that would allow people who were convicted as juveniles to request a modified sentence after they'd served at least 20 years in prison. So after this law was put into effect, Adnan's legal team did reach out to the prosecutor to request this modification for Adnan in order to at least get him out of prison while they continued to investigate further for his exoneration. But obviously at this point, that's moot. He's already, he's out now. Right. And his, his conviction's vacated, so this law doesn't really matter for Adnan anymore, but, you know, whatever they could do to get him out until they actually exonerate him is kind of anything's on the table. But thank God they don't have to, they don't have to, you know, use that law. So that makes me think that he was maybe 17? I think... Can can you still be considered a juvenile if you're 18 but still in high school? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, it kind of makes sense. It makes sense to me, but I don't know, you know, if the law agrees. Well. The law is also kind of shitty. That's true. I don't know. Either way, it doesn't really matter. That law is no longer applicable. But... Now we get down to the real, real, and that's September 14th, 2022, a.k.a. last week. Prosecutors, uh, Baltimore City prosecutors, asked the judge to overturn Adnan's conviction. They stated that an investigation had uncovered potential involvement of two alternative suspects and key evidence that prosecutors may have failed to provide Adnan's lawyers and that there were, quote, significant reliability issues regarding the most critical pieces of evidence presented at trial. Duh. There wasn't 
any evidence presented at trial. No. Oh, I think they mean the phone pings. Listen, I don't want to talk about the phone pings. The fucking phone pings, dude. <laughs> no, we can't. No. We can't. Um, we'll do an actual chunk of episodes on Adnan one day. We will do it one day. Not tonight. Not tonight. And if you go down the rabbit hole starting with the phone pings, you're never going to get out. No, just don't go there. Just, well, you're just not going to say it. But I think that's what they mean by unreliable evidence. Uh, so they asked the court that Adnan be granted a new trial at minimum and to be released on his own recognizance, which basically means you're just, you're out. Right. With the promise that you will return to court. Right. When you are summoned. So, um, let's see. Here's a quote from the state's attorney for Baltimore City. After nearly after a nearly year-long investigation reviewing the facts of this case, Syed deserves a new trial where he is adequately represented and the latest evidence can be presented. Uh, and that comes from Marilyn J. Mosby, the state's attorney. So that's the statement she released. Uh, it's last week on Wednesday. So she is basically the head prosecutor on this case now. What's interesting is that now there are two new suspects. They haven't released the names of these people. I'm really interested to know if they're people we've heard their names of. I fucking hope so. If they're just two, like, new randos, that'd be real shit. One of them better be Jay. Yeah, has to be fucking Jay. One of the two has to be Jay fucking Wilds. If not, I don't know. We're, you're going to have to go back to law school. <laughs> <laughs> Simply so that we can figure out how to get Jay on the hook for this shit. Yeah. God damn Dude, it. that fucking guy. I mean, his name's Jay. Yeah, and he worked at a porn shop. Nothing against the porn shops, but I'm just saying. Uh, weird. Yeah. The overnight hours, nefarious things happen. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of nefarious things happen in the porn shop. Yeah. By people named Jay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the suspects have not been named, but I would... I would guess that these suspects may have come under suspicion or renewed suspicion as a result of whatever DNA testing was done back in March. Because in the court order for the testing, it said the, I, the materials to be tested shall be delivered to the lab within 15 days of this order. So they were delivered in March. Yeah. It's, I mean, DNA testing notoriously takes a super long ass time, for which I don't reason. get. See, it seems like it should be cut and dry. It seems like it should be so much more straightforward. Like, whenever, when I send in my fucking 23andMe, that shit only took three weeks. You know, right. I, I spit in a thing, sent it in the mail. And I got my results in like three weeks. Yeah. I feel like DNA t testing has to be similar. <laughs> well, I mean, technically they were DNA testing you. Exactly. 
So I'm just confused why DNA testing in criminal cases takes fucking two years. I think it's just to piss people off. It is. It has yeah. to be. Yeah. Can't be that hard. You know I what? refuse to believe that it's hard. It's it, If this was CSI land, they would have walked it to the lab and watched them run it and then look at the computer and see the results in like, I mean, you know, 20 minutes. Yeah, I've never watched that. I have. I used to see CSI when I was a young child. I guess not like super, super young. I don't remember. I don't know when that show started. There's too many of them. My parents used to watch like the original, just CSI. And I would like fall asleep while they were watching it. Of course you would. Yeah. Because honestly, if it's... After 8 o'clock and I'm horizontal, I'm asleep. It's almost 8 o'clock now. Luckily, I'm vertical. Sheesh. For now. I mean, that as Mexican soon as, food is hitting. As soon as we're done with this, I am going to probably go to bed. The eyes are heavy. Yeah. Yeah. I have a belly full of tortillas. Come on. Yeah. Ugh. Tortillas and cheese. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So, we are going to be clear and state that Hayes' family has always believed that Anon did it. Yeah, pretty much. Which, no hate towards them at all. I can't imagine what it would be like. And, you know, if... You know, you, someone in your family is murdered and someone is convicted of it. I mean, why yeah. not go with it? Go with it. Yeah. But, you know, it may stem from the desire to just put Hayes' murder or her murder behind them and just kind of move on. Kind of feeling like they have closure because the person who quote unquote did it is locked away. Yeah. Um. So today... Well, you're hearing this on Wednesday. So on Monday, Hay's brother, Young Lee, addressed the court. Um, he joined virtually from the West Coast, and he urged the judge to make the right decision. Um, the following is a quote. I've been living with this for like 20 plus years. Every day when I think it's over or it's ended, it always comes back. It's killing me. It's really tough. He also added that he felt betrayed by the prosecution after they blindsided the family by casting doubt on Ednan's guilt after spending more than two decades insisting that he was, in fact, the killer. And Mr. Lee, of course, choked back tears as he said that he was open to the investigation and spoke of the difficulty knowing that someone responsible for his sister's death could just have been out here living their life, walking free ever since. Yeah. So I don't know what's worse, you know? Yeah, I don't know. Like, feeling like it was all taken care of, and then fucking two decades later, like, holy shit, the person who killed my sister has just been big chilling all this time. Yeah. It is crazy. And I do think, you know, I've heard in a lot of the podcasts covering this case, that interviews with, like, friends of Hay and Adnan, because they were in the same circle of friends. Yeah. 
And so their mutual friends would, you know, they would tell, like, um, investigators or, like, journalists who are covering it now that they just, they figured if the police had charged Adnan that they had evidence and that he, they just assumed that the justice system was working as it was supposed to and that he did it. As everyone should feel safe assuming. Yeah. But, you know, fast forward to 2022 and, you know, we're going to question everything that's coming through the legal system. Yeah. We've been burned. It's pretty fucking sad. It is sad. There's, I mean, I can't name any specifically, but there's people out here doing work to get wrongful convictions overturned. Yep. The Innocence Project. Yeah. Um, I think almost every state has a branch of the Innocence Project. The Innocence Project has worked on Adnan's case extensively. Um... They worked on, I think the Innocence Project was involved in the West Memphis 3 case. Yeah. Um, See, this is, so Truth and Justice, their first season is on Adnan, but they specialize in wrongful convictions only. Right. So they have, I think, 10 seasons. Each season is a new case. And Bob Ruff, who is the host in the later seasons, he teams up with attorneys from the Innocence Projects, works from them. He talks to the person who's been wrongfully convicted on a regular basis. Like, it's full legit. He's doing real investigation, really trying to, like, actually solve the crime and exonerate the person. Highly recommend that podcast. It's super good. If you like long form and if you like the wrongful conviction yeah. subgenre, it's yeah. very good. But I think all of the cases he covers, the Innocence Project has come in. Oh, yeah. So. Um, so, I mean, moving forward, the state of Maryland has 30 days to decide, to decide whether they want to move forward with a new trial or if they want to just dismiss the charges against him. So, basically, by this time next month, we will know whether or not Adnan is going to have to gear up for a trial or if he just gets to fucking live his life. Yeah, hopefully the latter. Uh, I, I just... I just cannot see them wanting to risk taking this to trial on the evidence that they have. Yeah. You know, maybe a jury in 1999... Or 2000, I guess, is when the trial was. Maybe a jury in the year 2000 would believe the story that they told. Right. But in 2022, no. No. Definitely not. No one on a jury in 2022 or beyond, they're never going to buy that story. No. They're they're just... Hopefully. Yeah. And I, you know... One, one of the case we're going to cover next week is Stone Cold Proof. Mm-hmm. That the jury, they are paying attention now. Yeah. I think previously most juries come into a case assuming that the person is guilty. Because if they were not guilty, they would not have gotten 
all the way to trial without having discovered that that person didn't do it. Right, which seems like a logical way to think about things, but people forget that you have to be proven guilty. Yeah, you should be presumed innocent, not Mm -hmm. presumed guilty. Right. So I think, you know, after serial, honestly, and then, you know, you have the West Memphis 3 case, which is horrifying because Damien Eccles is on goddamn death row Mm -hmm. before he was released. Although... All the West Memphis Three, those guys had to take an Alfred plea. So yeah. technically, on their record, it shows that they're guilty of murder. Mm. Which sucks. That does suck. But luckily, Adon does not have to do an Alfred plea. Yeah. Not at this stage. So. I just can't see the prosecutor even attempting it. It would be really expensive for the state to try this again. And, you know, the phone evidence is out the window. That's been debunked. Well, and, I mean, it's obviously extremely clear that we think and know that he is not guilty of this. Oh, for sure. But if there are people listening that don't know the story, it'll be cool for them to hear this first. And then us do a series on the case to see what they actually think. Yeah. And if you think he did it, we just really would prefer you not to listen. (laughs) Just kidding. I've actually... So, in early episodes of Truth and Justice, he had a few people email in their theories on how Adnan could be guilty. Mm -hmm. And... all of them kind of rely on Jay's story to be true. And at this point, we already know, like, almost nothing he said is true or could be true. So I think at this point, there are, if there are people who actually think he's guilty, they are few and far between. Yeah, and I mean, I'm... We're obviously super glad that he is hopefully going to be free and clear of this, but I feel like it's time for them to start really fucking trying to find the person who did it. Yeah. Hey. I mean, Jesus. We've got legitimately a cold case on our hands simply because people... fucking were not patient enough to find the right person. Yeah. You were just being, you know fucking lazy and decided to be racist assholes and pin it on Adnan because he's Muslim. Mm-hmm. Cool. Meanwhile, there's a fucking murderer Yeah, just running around free out here. Yeah. he He's probably killed someone else again. In, in the last 23 years, that dude has definitely killed someone else. Yeah. And he probably killed someone before that, too. I just don't see that you start out your life of crime by killing a high school girl. Right. And leaving her in the woods. Especially your high school girlfriend, who you're so cool with. Yeah, especially when you have a new girlfriend and you're, like, unbothered. Yeah. Yeah. But we should definitely try to keep... A lot of our opinions for when we do the actual episode. (laughs) 
No guarantees. <laughs> We've already sold ourselves out. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, we will be factual, but I think being factual means Adnan is innocent, so. Right, our opinions are facts. So. Yeah, so we're right, so. <laughs> Uh, so there's your bonus Wednesday, Wednesday bonus episode. Yeah. Um, we're glad that you are here for the ride and we hope you fucking enjoyed it. Yeah. Everyone, um, we Stay got, strong. we got to see actual justice be served today. Fuck yeah, we did. I mean, live, live. I literally, this, the screenshot that I texted you was like less than one minute after the yeah. actual ruling had been made. So it was weird. Real time, people. Real time. But anyway, so we're going to sign this off now so that we can go respectively pass out. For the evening. And because both of my dogs are still outside. Oh, fuck yeah, they are. They've and been out there for like 45 minutes. I didn't turn the porch light on. April's probably like, what April the fuck? is fucked. She's blind and out in the dark. Poor God, babe. I'm a terrible mom. Yeah, I'm calling right. DFS. Shit. All right, I guess April's going home with you then. Yep. I'm going to go get my child from outside now. <laughs> okay, so um, important, important. Be kind. And stay weird. Okay, bye. bye.